We thank God this uh, this hour. We say thank you, Jesus, for once again um, bringing us uh, to present your word to your people. We glorify the name of the Lord wherever you are. We appreciate God for your life. We say thank you, Abba Father. This hour is our service. My name is Pastor Daniel Yeboah, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, One Church, Three Locations. We are coming to you this hour from the city of Relance, Southern California, United States of America. And we also have two locations in Ghana that the power of the Holy Ghost has used us to plan to be part of the great commission and that we touching needs and the word of god is being preached and many are receiving healing deliverance breakthrough salvation that is what the great commission is about if you're watching us from ghana and you want to know about our locations in ghana you could go uh online um, our information is in front of the screen and you will find the means how to get to those locations to fellowship serve and worship the lord and god will richly bless you let us go into prayer it's our father we thank you we give you all the glory and honor and we invite your presence your anointing your power to overshadow us in this service every limitation by the power of demons we ask that the angels of the lord destroy the spirit of god destroy the fire of the Holy Ghost descend mightily over every limitation that I've been assigned to prevent this service from uh, 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 reaching out to the multitude that the power of God has ordained to be rich. We thank you, Lord, this hour. We say, meet our needs through the power of your word. Heal the sick of their sicknesses disease and infirmity in the name of Jesus. Deliver the bondage and the captive from their bondage and captivity in the mighty name of Jesus. You save souls from darkness to light unto you by your power in the name of Jesus. And your, your way release breakthrough, provision and supply in your people's life that there will be great and mighty testament shared on this platform to win more souls unto you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for answer prayer. Hallelujah. I have a word for you. We are in the month of, uh, of the first month of the year. And wherever you start, the first step you take, if it's a step that is bringing victory, you shall experience victory throughout the rest of the year. Hallelujah. We are starting with the presence of God. And it's so important that even Prophet Moses, at a point when they have gotten to the, to, to the wilderness, seek God that his glory will be with them. His presence will go with them. Hallelujah. And God assured them of that. Because this year, there's all going to be all sorts of, 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 of things we're going to experience, even though we're expecting God's blessing. By his presence and his power, his anointing needs to be resting on us. 
And Psalm 23 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Hallelujah. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff will comfort me. If we are going to experience this in our lives, we are to be in the presence of God. And it's not automatic. It's your attitude. It's what you do. It's your behavior. It's your action will cause you to abide in the presence of God. Your awareness of it. Hallelujah. Because many are not aware of the presence of God. Hallelujah. Great things will come to us this year. No matter the attacks of our enemy. No matter the hindrances. No matter the limitations. No matter the setbacks and the disappointments. God's power will bring what his promises are to pass. He said, my way will not come back to me void, but it shall accomplish every purpose for which the word has been spoken. And this was in the time when uh, 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 ba 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 Balaam was seeking Barak to cast the people of Israel in the book of Numbers. When try upon try, God kept saying the same thing. In the last time, God said, look, my servant, let it be known that what I have spoken from the beginning, that these people are blessed and you cannot curse them. That well, I will not, it will not be changed. The word has already gone out. The word of blessing has already gone out. The word of breakthrough, the word of deliverance, the word of healing, hallelujah, has already gone out. And God says his word will not come back to him, but will accomplish the purpose for which the word was spoken. Therefore, the presence of God has to be with us. God, hallelujah. My word today is part three of cultivating the presence of God. Cultivating like a farmer that goes to the field and prepares the field to cast the seed. Hallelujah. See, the farmer do not just go to the field and cast a seed in the midst of the weeds that will uh, uh, over, overcome this, the good seed and destroy it. The farmer, before he casts a good seed in the soil, prepares, clears the way, and set the soil right to receive the good seed. And that's exactly with, the, with our life with God as we have entered the year 2023. Let's look at our word, Exodus chapter 33, verse 30 to 23. It says, Now therefore I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people. Consider that I am yours, Lord. You got to put yourself there. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? Don't go alone this journey of life this year. Don't go alone in your education decision. Don't go alone in your vision and business decision, your career, your job decision, your financial decision. Don't go alone. Hallelujah. So we shall be separate. 
your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, please show me your glory. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> a man that is very doubtful and want to make sure that what God is saying is true. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you, and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, here is, here is a place by me, and you shall stand on the rock. That rock was Jesus. He was being hidden in Jesus. So it shall be, while my glory passes by, that I will put you in the cliff of the rock, put you in Jesus, hallelujah, and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall know not be seen. Beloved, the presence of God on us and everything we are involved in brings the grace of God. And out of this grace also carries the favor and the message of God. Favor will make a way for us. Favor will bring us to the presence of kings. Favor will bring doors to open on us that was not supposed to be open. Beloved, the number one problem we will have to deal with this year is not our finances, not promotion on the job, not business or family relation problem, but the problem of sin. The issue of sin, if not there well, will be a hindrance to anything that we are expecting fruitfulness in the end. Anything you are expecting fruitfulness in the end. This is because the presence of sin will bring what? Separation from God. Death around us. And allow the forces of darkness to operate around us. As we are separated from God, this means his presence in our lives. Where, uh, uh, there's a leakage uh, in the presence of God around you. It will give forces of darkness, demonic forces, access to you, access to everything around you. Hallelujah. This because the presence of sin will bring separation. Hallelujah. Where there is lack of presence of God is also the absence of the power of God. The power of, out of this power of God is the release of the anointing we need to be empowered for the assurance God has given us this year. Hallelujah. Out of the presence, we also receive the anointing. And the anointing is the power of God that has been assigned to carry us through every assignment God has given us, every area of our life. And what will this assignment refer to? This assignment will refer to your career, your business, your education, your role as husband and wife, or whatever role, uncle, auntie, 
that man, whatever role God has assigned for you to play in every relationship you are involved in. Hallelujah. The anointing gives us the grace to do the assignment and do it better. The anointing, the power, gives us the grace of God to do the assignment and do it better because there are challenges, there are trials, there are hindrances, there are attacks as we're going to experience in the course of the assignment God has given us. Hallelujah. So it is going to take the power of God to give us the ability, the empowerment to carry through and do it better than anyone else. And this is what Prophet Moses referred to in Exodus chapter 13, verse 16. Hear me. He said, For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you, give, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. The anointing will separate us from others. It will make us stand uh, 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 special. The anointing will identify us as the sons of God. Because everybody is a child of God. But anointing will separate us and make us the sons of God. That is a special position to be in. Let's look at Romans chapter 8 verse 14. It says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are who? The sons of God. Romans 8, 11. It says, by the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, ye who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Give what? Life to your mortal body. Hallelujah. Special life. You already have life. But this is uh, the next level of life. Filled with power. Filled with anointing. Filled with grace and favor. Hallelujah. For where God wants you to be and is taking you. Romans 8, 9 says, But you are not in flesh but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ. He is not his. If anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. We now can understand why it is important we dwell in the presence of God this year so that the grace, so that by grace we can find mercy, which will give us the blessings to come to God. By this grace, if we are in the presence of God, if the presence of God is with us, we will find grace. And out of this grace, we will experience deep blessing. It is a blessing to be able to go to God and seek for forgiveness of your sin as you have repented. It is a blessing. Hallelujah. To be able to go back to God and say, Oh, Father, I have sinned against your holy name. Please forgive me. When the prodigal got son realized when he came to his senses. He said, I will go back to my father. Hallelujah. 
Even the, the, the servants of my father's house do not live this lifestyle. I will go back to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against you. Forgive me. And the father forgave the prodigal son and installed him back to his rightful position, royal position as a son. Hallelujah. Third John chapter 1, verse 79. It says, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have what? Fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When our sins are forgiven, our prayers will be answered. When the, 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 the four men took their friend to Jesus and they opened the ceiling and dropped him right in front of Jesus on ropes, the first thing Jesus said, your sins have been forgiven. Hallelujah. And then he healed the man. Your sins have been forgiven. And then he prayed for the man, the lame man, who could not walk to receive healing. Hallelujah. And in that sense of sins being forgiven, generational cases of limitation, generational cases of shortcoming, the seed of sin that causes us to sin and sin and sin. And the, the, the generational cases of disappointment, bondages, and captivity, all sorts of uh, bondages and captivities, we shall have an answer prayer. We shall be delivered from it. It will be broken over our lives. Hallelujah. When our sins are forgiven, it also touches curses and disconnects us from curses we are connected to. If we see the light, if we receive, gain the understanding and begin to pursue deliverance and ask God to disconnect us by the blood of Jesus, of curses that have been assigned to stop us in our way of receiving our blessing. Let's look at Exodus chapter 20, verse 4 to 5. Exodus 24 to 5. Exodus 24 to 5. Give me just one second. Come on. My technical team have a... Oh, man, it's not working. That's why the paper Bible is, is always necessary. That's why the paper Bible is always necessary. It says, Exodus chapter 20, verse 45, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven, that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under, under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, for I am the Lord thy God. I am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children 
unto the third, fourth generation of them. That helped me. Let's go. Let's go up a little bit. Go on. No, no. I mean the six. The six talks about mercy. Right? And you say, I have not sinned. I have not done anything wrong. Beloved, that we are connected to family, bloodlines, years of years, hundreds of years back, that have not always obeyed the word of God. Hallelujah. And when that happens, a door is open for these forces to plague us with generational curses and bring these problems in our lives. And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandment. Hallelujah. Showing mercy upon them that love me and keep my commandment. Beloved, nothing should be an idol in our lives this year than loving God so that his presence will be all of us. Nothing should be an idol. We should not put anything before God. Hallelujah. And that's what this scripture is talking about. God should be first in everything we do this year. We should put God first in everything we do this year. So that his presence will be over us. Beloved, when we do that, this will open the doors of what? Expansion, enlargement, multiplication, breakthrough. And release in our lives. Let's look at the people of Israel in the course of their of their relationship with God over those years. We know they will drift in and out with God. One time they will be doing all right, serving God, obeying His word, and another generation they will drift all away from God, doing their own thing. But God, being the loving Father, always wants us back to him. Hallelujah. So when this time in the in the season of prophet Joel, it was a time when the people of Israel have once again gone back their own way, doing wickedness and treating widows bad and, and, and not obeying the word of God. So God released judgment. God released judgment. And God caused Prophet Joel to speak into the lives of the people what his plans and assignment was. And that there was a way to come out of their, their situation if they are willing and obedient. They will eat the fruit of the land. If you are willing and obedient, this our Jeremiah you will eat the fruit of the land. Let's look at Joel chapter 1, verse 14 to 15. It said, Consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God. And, and what? Cry out to the Lord. Alas, for the day, for the day of the Lord is at hand. God is about to tear through this community. He's about to kill, steal, and destroy. He's about to obliterate you all, whatever he has, he has created, for your have sin against him. And, 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 
and says, and 15 says, Allah, uh, for the day of the Lord is hand, it shall come as <coughs> destruction <coughs> from the Almighty. It shall come as what? Destruction from the Almighty. Hallelujah. And Joel chapter 2, verse 1 to 2 says, Blow the trumpet in Zion <coughs> and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming, for it is a hand. A day of darkness and gloominess. <coughs> a day of clouds and thick darkness. Like the morning cloud spread over the mountains. Have you ever seen uh, 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 when, it, when it looks so white and you can't see through? Certain times of the morning. Fog. When there is fog. This is what was going to be happening. It was going to look foggy. You cannot see through. Hallelujah. You cannot see through. And people, a, a, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Like the morning clouds. That's the fog. Spread over the mountains. And people come great and strong. The like of whom has never been, nor will there ever be any such after them, even for many successful generations. Hallelujah. We see in this experience, Prophet Joah was calling and, and asking for a fast to be declared. And in that means, they were to repent and seek God, ask God for forgiveness of their sins because they have lived wickedly and have disobeyed the word of God. So he called them, said, come into the house of God because this time the house of God has been deserted. But when they obeyed, God answered their prayer and showed them mercy. And let's go at Joel chapter 2 verse 19. He said, the Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil. Because now judgment, when the judgment was proclaimed, there was famine throughout the land. There was lack. People were hungry, no food, lack everywhere. And you will be satisfied with them. And I will no longer make you a reproach among the nations. Joel 2, 21 to 29. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are springing up, and the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and we put ourselves there, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat. There's going to be plenty of food. We're going to see machines grinding and separating corn from the tassel. And the vats shall overflow 
with new wine and oil. So I will restore you to the years, Shabbat HaMakabah. Say, Father, restore me to the year, this year. Prophesy over your life. Prophesy over your household. Father, this year, restore me to the years that swarming locusts has eaten. The crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locusts. My great army, which I send among you, shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of your Lord, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God. <laughs> I am that I am. And there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. And after this, what? You need my anointing. You need my spirit to be with you so that it will be it, it, it will be possible, it will be easy for you to dwell in my presence. So after this proclamation, God said, you know what? If my spirit do not abide with you, my presence and my glory, you will go back to your old ways. But when my spirit is upon you, Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of, Jesus, of the Lord. In a different dimension. And we see here that what was prophesied also was manifested in the New Testament. Acts. When the outpour of the Holy Spirit happened. When the disciples began to speak in an unknown tongue. With clouds of fire setting upon their heads. And were prophesying and were speaking unknown tongues. That is, the day of Pentecost was prophesied from here. Because out of that we receive anointing. And out of that anointing, which is, 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 is the speaking in an unknown tongue. Signifying that we have been baptized in the power of the Holy Ghost. The anointing we need. Hallelujah. To walk in this word of obedience to the to God. Is it and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall want prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. What are we gonna prophesy? We are gonna prophesy to tear down the assurance of the enemy. Your old men shall see dreams. Your young men shall see visions, and also my men servant and on my men servant, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Everybody is gonna have a shell me because I don't want you to go back to where I brought you out of and set you up for this great and mighty blessing. Beloved, this year I prophesy and I declare and I declare over your life. That the presence of God will quench every fire assigned to kill, steal, and destroy in your life. Every fire. Every fire. Hallelujah. I mean strange fires of destruction. You will not have to experience actual fire burning. But it will be as a consuming fire. The attacks of God, of the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Hallelujah. Consuming fire 
from the devil is meant to kill, sell, and destroy. Consuming fire from God is meant to quench that fire. That strange fire. Every strange fire assigned to kill, sell, and destroy in your life. I prophesy, I declare, I declare that the fire of the Holy Ghost. Remember when the day of Pentecost, they experienced clouds of fire over their heads. It represents that God's spirit has Shabalama moved through a positive fire. Hallelujah. To deliver us, to set us free from the hands of our enemies. Let's look at Daniel chapter 3, verse 19 to 25. When these men obeyed the word of God and decided not to bow to an unknown God, to an idol God. Hallelujah. They are, they are underminers that were working with King Nebuchadnezzar. Hallelujah. Caused a decree to be made. And these four men were thrown into fire that was heated a thousand times that the temperature of an ordinary fire. Hallelujah. So when they hid in there, they were within uh, 10 seconds to be ashes. The fire was heated in a level that when they were thrown in there, they were supposed to be melted and turned into ashes just in 10 seconds. But let's, let's, let's hear what the word of God said about this. Then the book of Nazar was full of fairy and the expression on his face changed to what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these three, and spoke and commanded that they hit the furnace well, seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fairy furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fairy furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame fire killed those men. Could you imagine that? Who were to take them and throw them into the fire? And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bowed into the midst of the, the fairy fire. The presence of God was ahead of them in the midst of that fire that was, has been burned seven times. But they, they had no revelation because when they heated that fire seven times, the number seven represented the Spirit of God. So God was already in the midst of their action, shedding the atmosphere right, orchestrating His presence in their midst. Why didn't they burn the healing and the fire up only three times or four or five times? And they went to seven times. And the seven is the number of completion. And the seven representing the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Powerful. So already the Spirit of God went ahead of them in the fire. Hallelujah. And when they were tossed down in it, it felt that they were in some cold ice. Because how could they have bowed down and begin to pray in this finish? Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. And he rose in haste and spoke, saying, 
<coughs> to his counselor. Did we not cast three men back into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True king, look, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not here. And the form of the four is like the Son of God. Glory be to God. It's the enemy himself, short God, in the midst of the burning fire. That his men who were faithful and true to him have been delivered. If we are going to be faithful and true to God, obeying God and working in his structures, his ordinance, his covenant, he shall see his through because his presence will go ahead of us and in everything we do. Now, how do we attain and maintain the presence of God? Attain means how do we reshape it and maintain it? One, our acts of worship are to be prompted and guided by faith. So before you say, I'm going to worship God, you ought to be trusting and believing in God. Before you go into worship on him. Two, we must believe that we should worship him, love him in spirit and in truth. You have to believe that you have to worship, love God in spirit and in truth. Three, we must believe that he is self-existent and that all his creatures live, move, love, and have their being in him. They work. They live, they move, they love, and have their being in him. Acts chapter 17, verse 28. Apostle Paul said, For in him we live, we move, and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, For we are also his offspring. Hallelujah. When, if we are going to be able to receive and maintain the presence of God, these steps will help us. Beloved, we give God all the glory and we thank him. This was a powerful work. This was good. And I want you to watch this message over and over and over again. And God will be with you in all that you do, whether rain or shine. I want to lift you up in prayer. I want to pray for you. We see and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being thrown in the lake of fire. But the word of the Lord said, the enemy shot the fourth man, who was the son of God, Jesus himself, in the midst of it. I pray that whatever been attacked, whatever been assigned to hinder you in your uh, expectations, receiving from God this year, the power of the Holy Ghost destroyed Every strange fire that have been assigned, orchestrated, designed, released like an arrow of fire from the dungeons of hell. Shabbat Makabaha. I pray that the fire of the Holy Ghost quench it, destroy it over you. Assigned to kill, steal, and destroy in every area of your life, in your relationship, in your finances, in your health. In your vision, the fire of the Holy Ghost destroy in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. I release the grace of God, the message of God. And yes, shall find mercy so that 
what the cankawam, the caterpillar, and the palmams have eaten, all shall be released a hundredfold, fiftyfold, all over your life. For ye have found what? Mercy with God. The presence of God be with you. Till I meet with you again. All throughout the month, throughout the years. In the name of Jesus. Beloved, if this is going to be possible, you have to be in relationship with the Son. He says, the King of said, I see a fourth man in the fire. And it looks like who? The Son of God. Beloved, the Son of God could be an angel. The Son of God could be a, a heavenly entity from God. But this morning, we are directing our attention and focus to the Son of Sons himself, who is Jesus. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord said, for due to his humility, he has been exalted to sit at the right hand side of the Father. And that the sea, the power sea. Hallelujah. And that all tongues shall confess and every knee shall bow and say that what? He is the Lord of Lords. Is Jesus the Lord over your life? Because it is appointed for man to die and there's judgment at the end. You don't know Christ. You say I'm not head of the name Jesus. But that day of judgment, hallelujah, the question that you're going to be asked is what did you do with Jesus? So this will determine where your next level life in eternity will be, whether in heaven or in hell, with Shadrach and his demons burning in the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. I want you to pray this prayer after me if you do have, do, uh, you're not in the right standing with, with, with God through Jesus. You know where you're standing. You know you are mad at God and you backtracked it and went uh, away from the things of God doing your own thing. You are also part of this call. If you want to return back to Jesus, pray this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. Hallelujah. That is a covenant prayer. If you obey the word of God and live according to this uh, proclamation, you shall experience that what God has for you in this relationship. But I declare you saved if you said this prayer after me, meaning it, believing in it, because many say and don't mean it. But if you are saying it for the first time and you believe and mean it, that yes, that Jesus should be the Lord over your life and that you will walk in obedience according to the word of God. You have been declared righteous and you are saved. Multitude of angels are rejoicing for your soul. For the world losses, for when one soul is saved on earth, multitude of angels rejoice in the heavens. Where the best part of it, the real blessing is that your name has been written 
in the Lamb's Book of Life. The Lamb's Book of Life. I want you to take time. Get you a Bible. If you need a Bible, you could reach us to us. Our information to reach us is on the screen. And then let us know that you are saved and that you need materials to help you develop your salvation. Find a Bible and go to Revelation chapter 20, verse 12 to 15. It talks about the Lamb's Book of Life, that all that are come to Christ through salvation, names are recorded. And in the end of the world, because this world is not always going to be here, there's a second time of Christ coming. But those that have already died in the Lord are already declared to be with him. Now, those that do not accept Christ or are walking in their own in their own self will have to deal with this. If your name is not found in that book of life, which is in heaven as I speak to you, you are bound to where? The lake of fire, where Satan and his demons have been prepared for them for their life destruction. That place is not meant for you and I. It's meant for Satan and the demons and all that agent that he used to kill, steal, and destroy and deceive in this world. Hallelujah. God be with you. I have a free book for you. I should give with scholarship for your giving, with scholarship for your financial contribution and giving. We open the doors of lightweight church of God in Christ for partnership. We solicit for your commitment and your sacrificial financial giving. Hallelujah. Because we have been commissioned to touch needs, to establish people in God. And it would take everyone's partnership and contribution to cultivate this vision. Lightweight Church of God in Christ is a vision of God. And in that vision, we have received a commission to go here into the world and preach the gospel. I just told you, we have locations in Ghana, West Africa, doing the work of God, healing, deliverance, meeting the needs of people. God's assignment is for all that will come in agreement and purpose in your heart to support. As you support us financially, to shine the gospel out. Beloved, the gospel is free, but the means to send the gospel out very, very expensive. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord shall give. Luke 6, 38. And it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you met without, it shall be measured to you again. The same measure. If you give us a dollar, you will receive a dollar blessing. Hallelujah. If you give $20, you will receive what? $20 worth of blessing. It won't come finance, like maybe finances, but it will come in any means that the Spirit of God look through your life and deem it fit to send that blessing to. It could be healing, it could be deliverance, it could be breakthrough, it could be peace, 
It could be making a way where there's no way for, for you. It could be protection. Because our financial giving is a sacrifice of worship. Sacrifice of worship. You are honoring and worshiping God. That is your sacrifice on him. And you could consult any spiritual source that will require you to offer a sacrifice. So your financial giving contribution is putting a sacrifice on the altar of God. And it's going to go ahead of you and speak in your defense. Hallelujah. God will be honored by your sacrificial giving. Cain and Abel. Abel gave the best of offering. And the word of the Lord said, God sat in heaven and smelled the sacrifice in his nostril. But Cain gave anyhow the worst part of his farm field. And God turned his sacrifice down. And when he saw that his brother's sacrifice was accepted and he was blessed, he got jealous and killed his brother. He killed his brother. And God spoke against him. Hallelujah. So let's give, ask the Spirit of God to release a seed amount that you will give financially to support Lightweight Church of God in Christ. Vision, you are not giving it to me, man. We are at the receiving end to receive and to uh, uh, invest in the things of God so that you shall receive returns in every area of, of your life. He said, do this to test me and see if I will not open the windows of heaven and shower you with blessings from above. Hallelujah. That anything that is not going on right in your life, my spirit will go ahead of you. Pack the rest here ahead of you. Shave you from killing, stealing, destruction. Make a way where there's no way. Receive my grace, favor, and mercy upon your life. My protection over your life. Hallelujah. That you shall see the manifestation of my glory all around you. Hallelujah. Thank you for your giving. Any amount you give, shake that God in your heart. And God will lead you the amount to give. Hallelujah. And as you give, we pray the grace, the favor, the breakthrough, release, protection. God make a way where there's no way for you. Bring returns in every area of your life, not just financial prosperity and breakthrough, but the power of God touch you in every area of your life. We thank God for your life. Now, if, you, if you're giving... Our information to give is on the screen. You could give through this means. Lightweightcheck.com Lightweightcheck.com Or text to give at 833-901-2082. Most people have been calling and asking me how to give. This is how to give. The information is what I'm giving. Where to give is right in your screen. So if you watch this message to the end, it's right there, or even in the beginning, it's right there. Look for how the means to give to Lightweight Church on the screen of whatever means you're watching us. Lightweightchurch.com or text to give 
And I should give also have a free gift for you. Download our ebook. Download our ebook for free. It's a free book, a tool to, to help you walk in obedience with God and be victorious over the works of your enemy this year. Is it claiming victory over your giant? You could download our ebook on lightweightchurch.com. Once you give, look on there and download the ebook. It says claiming victory over your giants. And God be with you. Hallelujah. So we meet again next Sunday. We also have a prayer line. Many people have been asking how to join the prayer line. If you are international, I know most people who are reaching out from Ghana, you have to look up your time zone because the American Southern California time zone is different from yours. So you have to look up. Maybe you Google. We start a prayer at 9 a.m. Pacific time in Southern California. So if you want to join that prayer line, you have to Google, what is 9 a.m. my time, wherever I am? And it's going to give you the time calculation. And you could join the prayer line, 515-603-5632. 515-603-5632. Hallelujah. And prayers are Thursday, Tuesday, um, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 9 a.m. Southern California, American time. God bless you. The world lost said Jesus went into the temple, and when it was being used for any means else, he whipped them through their stuff and said, My father's house shall be a house of prayer. And in the course of his lifetime, you will see him living and being alone in the secluded area, praying for at least an hour. Hallelujah. And he rejuvenated himself. He strengthened himself. The power of God came back. Virtue that have left him for ministering were restored. We go over day, over day, day, over day, and we feel weak. We feel, we feel depressed. We, 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 we feel something is not right. It's because the power of God is not over you. When you come and pray, God's presence, glory, and power will be with you. Ask God to move in your life in a special way. God bless you. Till we meet again next Sunday. Bye-bye.